Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Aljamain Sterling, who will be fighting TJ Dillashaw at UFC 280, and this is a fight that many have been overlooking in my opinion, and I understand why. The main event is a huge main event, and people are talking more about that than the rest of the card in general, but this co-main event is a big fight because Aljamain Sterling will be defending his UFC Bantamweight Championship against the former champion in TJ Dillashaw, and much like the main event this co-main event is very hard to predict because we have Aljamain Sterling who is coming off of a second win against Piotr Jan and in contrast to his first win against Piotr Jan this one was more legitimate as Aljamain put on an amazing performance in this second fight and you got to give credit to him whether you like him or not because for him to take all this hate after their first fight and also for him to be coming back from an injury going into the second one there was a lot going against Aljamain but he was able to overcome the adversity and in this second fight against Piotr he looked amazing especially in the first three rounds his wrestling was great his jiu-jitsu was great and in my opinion I believe he won the first three rounds in that fight some people believe Piotr was the rightful winner of that one but in the end of the day for Aljamain to look as good as he did in this one really shows that he deserves to be a champion especially against someone like Piotr Jan and with that win it really felt like Aljamain has reached his prime he is now a defending champion and now he's going to be fighting a former champion in TJ Dillashaw. And it's hard to say who's going to win this one because there's a lot of unanswered questions on both sides. Is Aljamain as good as he was when he fought Piotr Jan for a second time? Or was it just a one-time fight kind of deal and now he's going to kind of take his foot off the brakes a little bit? And then for TJ Dillashaw, of course, he famously got stripped of his bantamweight championship after testing positive for EPO. And with him getting a two-year suspension because of that, many believe that he wouldn't be able to get back to the top afterwards, especially with how stacked this bantamweight division is. But to everyone's surprise, TJ came back and fought Corey Sandhagen in a five-round back-and-forth fight. And although many people believed Corey did enough to win that one, it was TJ who was awarded with the split decision win. And regardless of if you think that decision was controversial or not, getting a win over a very dangerous Corey Sandhagen is very impressive, especially for a five-round fight in where TJ got cut early on and faced that adversity and was able to make it to the end and win by decision. And for the UFC, they believed that was enough for TJ to fight for the title again. But once again, many unanswered questions in regards to, is TJ still one of the best fighters at 135? Especially when we consider that he's 36 years old now, which is pretty old for the 135-pound division. And honestly, my prediction for this fight right now is Aljamain. I really believe he is in the prime of his career right now. And what's even better about him going into this fight with TJ compared to him going into his second fight against Piotr is that I believe more people will be on his side this time around. Because not only do I believe he gained a lot of respect from the fans after his second win against Piotr, but also TJ has gained a lot of haters due to his cheating. So it's nice to see Aljamain in this position. And although I'm not 100% confident that he will be able to do enough to beat TJ at UFC 280, my heart is still choosing him and it would be nice if he does retain his bantamweight championship and with the title defense against TJ it will be his second title defense against a former champion and it would be nice to see Aljo continue to build on his legacy at 135 especially after not only all the hate that he received because of that disqualification win against Piotr in their first fight but also because at one point it really seemed like Aljo was going to retire from the sport because after going 12-0 as an MMA fighter he lost 
lost his next two fights by split decision to Brian Caraway and Rafael Asuncao. And for Aljamain, he really believed that if he was going to lose a third fight in a row, he would have called it a career. But luckily, after those two defeats, he won his next fight against Augusto Mendez. And then following that, he beat former champion Henan Barrao. And that win really brought a lot of eyes on Aljamain. The hype that he received early on as an up-and-coming prospect came back after that win against Henan. But then after these two wins, he fights Marlon Moraes. And sadly for Aljamain, he lost that fight in 67 seconds by a brutal knee to the head, which knocked him out cold. And honestly, I think this was the lowest point of his career because not only was it a very bad defeat, but it was a defeat that many people were making fun of and memeing. It was not a good position for him. But then following that defeat, he picked up wins against Brett Johns, Cody Stamen, Jimmy Rivera, Pedro Munoz. And then he capped this off with a very impressive win at UFC 250 against Corey Sandhagen. A fight which was expected to be a back and forth battle, but Aljamain took care of business in 88 seconds as he was able to finish Corey with a rear naked choke. And after a win like that, it was clear that Aljamain deserved to fight for the title. And of course, he got that opportunity at UFC 259 against the then champion Piotr Jan. And although he did have his moments, overall, it really seemed like Piotr was controlling the action. But what seemed to be a fight where Alja was going to lose by decision or get finished in the later round, Piotr ended up connecting with an illegal knee to Aljo's head. And look, people can say all they want that Aljamain was acting, he was faking it just so he could get that disqualification win. But in the end of the day, all this blame should go to Piotr. And it's sad that the narrative was Aljamain doesn't deserve to be the champion, he's an actor, and all the people were putting all the blame on him. He was one of the most hated fighters in UFC history at that point. So for him to have all that pressure on him, as well as a career threatening injury, I have to say that it's very impressive to see what he did at UFC 273 in the rematch against Piotr. So now we're at this point where he's going to be fighting TJ Dillashaw. And in my opinion, this is the biggest fight of his career because there are many different ways this can go. If Aljamain wins, he will have defended his belt for a second time. But the problem is his friend and training partner, Marab Devalishvili, is also in the bantamweight division. And after his most recent win against Jose Aldo, many people people are saying that he is the man who is next to fight for the title. But the problem is, Aljamain and Marab have made it clear that they will never fight each other. So what's the solution to this? And Aljamain has said he is willing to vacate his bantamweight championship in order to move up to 145, which is such a selfless move if he does that. But personally, I think it's a move that won't be favorable for him. Because not only do I think he'll be undersized at 145, but I assume that he'll be getting an immediate a title shot if he does move up. And if that's the case, he'll be fighting the current UFC featherweight champion, Alexander Volkanovsky. And all due respect to Aljamain because I believe he's very good, but Alexander Volkanovsky is just at another level at this point. Because yes, I do think Aljamain will be able to give Alexander some problems on the ground, but overall, Alexander is the more well-rounded fighter. And after what Alexander did in his last fight against Max Holloway, I just believe that this fight against Aljamain will be similar. That's how good Alexander Volkanovsky is at this moment. But at the same time, Alex has spoken about wanting to move up to 155 to fight for the lightweight championship. And although he has said that he wants to fight both at 145 and 155, I do believe the UFC will make an interim belt because of this. And if that's the case, I would think that Aljamain will be one of the fighters to fight for that belt if he decides to move up. 
But even then, his potential opponents for that interim championship could be Max Holloway or Yair Rodriguez. And although that's a favorable matchup for Aljamain because both Max and Yair are not strong wrestlers, I do believe their size advantage will pose a lot of issues for Aljamain. And even if Aljamain was to win the interim championship, he'd have to fight Alexander Volkanovsky afterwards. And personally, I just don't favor him in that fight whatsoever. But the thing is, if Marab doesn't fight for the title next and the UFC decides to give him another fight before he fights for the title, then I think Aljamain could stay at 135 and defend his belt against the winner of Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley, a fight which will also be going down at UFC 280. And recently there was a video of Aljamain and Piotr talking with each other and it seemed like everything was good. The hatchet was buried. But I also believe that they are open to a third fight and a third fight would make sense not only because the second one was very close but because the first one ended so controversially. So that could be another potential fight. And although Aljamain is up 2-0 in this rivalry, a third fight with Piotr is very risky and it may not go his way this third time around. And that's why I believe Aljamain's best bet is for Sean O'Malley to win. Because yes, although Sean O'Malley would have the size advantage in this matchup, I believe Aljamain's wrestling will be enough to win that fight. So if Aljamain was to beat TJ Dillashaw, his best bet would be if Sean O'Malley wins and if Marab doesn't get a title shot next. But what happens if Aljamain loses? I personally see the possibility of a rematch with Corey Sandhagen or maybe even a fight with Marlon Vera. Two fights which I think would both be good. But as an Aljamain fan, I hope he does win his next fight. And although I think he would vacate his belt and move up to 145 in order for Marab to fight for the vacant belt, I do hope that doesn't happen and hopefully he can stay for at least one more fight and fight the winner of Piotr Jan versus Sean O'Malley. But what do you think? How will Aljamain Sterling's next fight go? And who do you think would be his next opponent after that? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.